Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human, Be Spirit with your hosts, Amy and Monique. Uh, we're here coming at you. We're here to talk about some important things today. Um, Amy really brought this topic to uh, my attention and it was so aligned with some of the thoughts I was kind of already having and perfectly aligned as always. We're here to deliver on that with some of our um, thoughts and reflections on um, a recent event in our immediate environment and um, how that how that played for us, um, how that played for Amy, really. She was a lot closer to it than I was. And what we're talking about here is Hurricane Ian that recently uh, rolled through Florida. And um, we wanted to talk about it, talk about our experience with it. And um, as we always share, Amy's here to share her emotional experiences with that uh, cross of Eden. And we love her for being vulnerable and willing to do that because that is not always the case with people that have this design. Sometimes we're really taught to shut that down. And um, I know you know all about that, Amy. So um, we're, I'm just trying to give you some props because I think that it's deserved. Um, and I think that it's something you should be really proud of yourself about, um, that you've really come this far and the ability to share your emotional experiences with vulnerability because the impact that you get to have this way is just so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, welcome, everyone. I, I do want to give a very loving disclaimer that um, my experience is mine. And I do not want to dilute anybody else's experience of this unbelievably devastating and catastrophic event. And while I am sitting in the heart of it and am very blessed to um, have all the resources I need and um, came out of it basically unscathed. I, again, am not minimizing the experience for anyone else. I am only and ever only talking about it as it relates to my own experiences. And I've had lots of days to reflect. I had a lot of time without uh, cell service and Wi-Fi, which felt incredibly um, isolating. I probably had never felt so alone in my whole life type of thing. Um, I'm thankful to live in a community where a lot of us just kind of uh, stepped outside of our condos and, you know, were able to oh, relate to one another and, you know, count our blessings, et cetera. But there's literally mayhem all around me. So 
But I want to touch on um, my own reflections of this experience for sure, because uh, Monique and I recorded on the day before um, Ian officially hit. And so um, now we're, I'm, I really felt called to reflect on, you know, my experience of it from a bunch of different angles. And um, I, uh, there's, there's definitely some emotion that goes with it. And, but that is not where I'm going to start right now. Where I really wanted to start with, um, I have an undefined G center and we've mentioned that before. And so I really wanted to, my investigation of trying to make a decision if I was going to stay or go, if I was going to stay put, or if I was going to evacuate, um, had a lot to do with kind of how I was observing others. And um, I asked some people that had been through more than one hurricane here in my community. Um, and I also asked Monique, I had the luxury of spending time with her in real life, like in person the Saturday before Ian came. And, you know, she's lived in Florida a lot longer than I have. God love her. She survived Hurricane Andrew. Um, and so I just, I think that for myself, while, um, I certainly, you know, feel very grounded in my own, uh, confidence of decisions that I make. And I'll touch on that as well. Um, my undefined G allowed me to observe others and their experiences of it. And I think that helped play into what I, cause remember, that's what I'm meant to do. I observe others and then I go inward and decide what feels right for me. And I feel like I did that multiple times throughout. I will also tell you all that I was um, had flights to leave because I was supposed to be at a wedding this weekend in Pennsylvania. And of course, you know, day by day, all my flights were being canceled. It was becoming very um, acutely aware that I was going to be here because the airport at Fort Myers is still closed as we record today, which is um, October 2nd. Um, so uh, that's what I want to touch on with the G center. I also want to reflect on, you know, my profile is a three, five. So my first line that I'm acutely aware of is my three. And, um, some people may look at this as being very stubborn, but I really needed to experience this for myself. And I've known that I've known that about myself forever, forever. And I've also, yes, been called incredibly stubborn. And, um, I think there was just a part of me that, um, was going to stand behind that uh, empowering myself to have this experience. I also will say that in 2012, I was in Gulf Shores when Hurricane Isaac came through, which is a category one. I was literally in a um, beautiful beach house with four other couples, <laughs> literally right on the water. And so um, it's not like I'm a complete virgin to a hurricane, but a one compared to this Ian was like literally light years difference. Um, the other, you know, nugget of my design that I have had a lot of time to journal and reflect on is uh, my spleen. And I am also blessed with a defined spleen. And by the way, if you're not um, defined, that's also a blessing. So please don't take this as I'm saying one is better than the other because we never do. But I had a lot of instinctual survival, well-being, trust, intuitive trust, um, my beautiful daughter, which I'll touch on, uh, thinks that I think I'm invincible and I don't. I just, I will tell you guys through the entire storm, I was not scared. I didn't have a moment where I was like, oh shit. Um, 
I think I had it for a smidge of a second on Tuesday after Monique and I had recorded and I'm like, I maybe should have gotten the car and drove over to Miami to her. But at that point in time, I have a car that sits pretty low and there was already flooding and I didn't want to hydroplane and I don't drive well in the rain and all this other shit. And I think it was to my next point. I think it was my route. I think there was a lot of pressure that I was feeling from others that were that my loved ones, you guys, my beautiful, beautiful loved ones that were telling me to get the fuck out of here. And I really had to sit with where that pressure was coming from, because when I would come back to center and really lean into myself, um, there was just something about me that said stay repeatedly. And then, of course, I'll touch on my aura, which is my manifestor type. And I do not like to be told what to do (laughs) ever, 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 ever. And all the things that I was being told what to do, with the exception of the preparation of it. Okay. I got all the water. I made ice, you know, flashlights, um, had everything, you know, double, triple charged, filled up my tub with water in case I needed flush toilets, power went out, et cetera. So I did those precautionary things that leans back into my spleen, you know, the survival instincts. Um, but I did not like for anyone to lovingly tell me what to do. Um, the final piece of my design that I want to lean into with this experience was, of course, the solar plexus. And um, I am emotionally defined. So from time to time, I recognize that there was no truth in the now for whatever I might be feeling. Um, and you can bottle all that up with all the things that I said with the root pressure and, um, you know, the line three needing to experience it for myself. I also, um, my sun gate, main sun gate is gate 36, which is the gate of crisis. And, um, you know, I don't often see that a lot of experiences I have in my life are a crisis. Um, but I do want to touch on how deeply this struck afterward. So um, to give a quick little synopsis, um, Ian hit about 220 um, just north of me, literally just north, like six miles north of me. Um, and that was 220 in the afternoon on Wednesday. And um, I still had power. I had um, Wi-Fi at that point that was kind of going in and out and I still had cell service. And then pretty quickly thereafter, I lost Wi-Fi. And then um, by about 5.15, I lost cell service. And that's when the isolation began in the afternoon and evening. I'd been keeping both of my beautiful kiddos and my partner up to, and Monique, like, hey, I'm okay. Just, you know, touch and base with them. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of wind. Um, And when I lost the connectivity, I was, it was how it, it was so incredibly uncomfortable for me as it relates to my loved ones, not, not being able to know. And I felt some sense of calm about myself because Ian had already touched ground. Um, but I also understand the mayhem that occurred after those hours um, and how incredibly uncomfortable that was. And what I didn't understand, you guys, um, I haven't watched the news. I've said this before on here for more than a decade, almost 12 years now. Um, I'm not someone who had it on before all this happened. Um, my daughter's the one that brought it to my attention that a hurricane was coming a week before. Um, she has, you know, a lot of fear around that. And, um, I, when I moved down here, I'd made a promise to her that I would evacuate. And of course I did not make good on that promise. And so the most uncomfortable reflection was the impact it had for her and for my son. Although my son has a little bit of a different perspective, he does have a defined spleen and, um, 
So he was leaning into some deep trust and survival instincts. But for my beautiful daughter, Sierra, she just, it was, um, she's six months pregnant, you guys. And it was, it was really, really, really hard on her to see what was happening on TV and not know that, you know, her single parent was um, in harm's way big time. And me not feeling that personally and seeing it from her perspective um, was really, really hard for me to hear when I finally got service back and, um, you know, made a bunch of emergency calls because it was in and out. And I had, you know, loved ones connect with her just so that she knew I was okay. Um, and I'm just so proud of her for being able to tell me how awful it was for everything that she saw and to not know. Um, that part of it uh, has left me feeling stubborn and insensitive and, um, I don't know, lots of, uh, uh, boy, was I a failure at being a parent in that moment, you know, kind of like I was being selfish and I just shared with you all my reflections of my truth of it all, but how it impacted others you know, I am continually reminded that I am not meant to be concerned about the impact of others with what, how I choose my aura, you, how to choose, how I choose to use my aura. But this one was different guys. Um, this one, this one hit home in a big way for people that love me. And, uh, and that, that one hurt my heart and will forever make an imprint of, um, how incredibly hard it was for her. I can just see her six months pregnant, sitting on the couch, watching what is going on and not knowing, just that not knowing. And uh, that part was hard. And um, her design is very, very different from mine. And so I see that in her. And so the more I can empower myself for any future, like, I mean, obviously I pray not another, you know, catastrophic natural disaster is coming my way anytime soon, but I had all the warnings in the world and I really did lean into um, my design that empowered me to make the decision. And while I am incredibly blessed and fortunate to have um, come out of this on the other side, so much um, brighter than so many of the people all around me. It did leave a mark on my kiddos for sure, especially my daughter, definitely. And uh, she's already had a really um, challenging pregnancy and uh, is already high risk. And to know that something that I did, a decision that I made could have such impact on her fucking sucks. And so I've just taken a lot of time over these few days after um, the storm passed to really just tap in and, um, you know, find some clarity for myself about what I wanted to share. And so we talk a lot about our lived experiences and I'm certainly meant to do them from, you know, my emotional perspective. I think, you know, my uh, emotional motor to my throat is very real. And I can see in all my years past, where I haven't empowered myself to use that. And um, I'm not going to make declarations about the choices I made at this point because of the impact that it had. I just wanted, if this helps anybody in any way, 
for any experience that they may have already been through or may be going through about how important it is to check in with yourself and tune in. And, but yet there are things that we do that has impact on others. And I see that now. And I just felt really called to share that, especially, uh, and I told Monique yesterday that I had felt called to share this and I wanted to do it while I was really present. I did not have strong enough connectivity yesterday. And thankfully I haven't been kicked off at all today. So that's a good sign. And that's um, what I was just really feeling called to share with all of us, with all of you beautiful listeners today. So however this is meant to land, I trust it will. And I know Monique's going to give, you know, because she was definitely a very integral part of me um, navigating this experience for sure. So um, that's where I'm at with it today. That was such a good share in so many ways. Like I said before, you said anything. Um, I'm so proud of you for just your growth and your awareness, your ability to bring these reflections, not just to yourself, but to me and to a bunch of other people. And um, you said, if this helps somebody out, it's it will. I know it will. Um, your words have such impact when everybody's words have such impact when it comes from a place of um, reflection and vulnerable awareness, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, yours in particular, I, you know, I felt it as you were saying it. And uh, I was feeling all your emotions like that definition is meant to do. And, um, and I was feeling it. It always, it really always impresses me how much even through technology, we can feel energy because I felt you as you were saying that. And I'm sure people listening are going to feel it as well, just with your words, audially. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, you, you touched on, on so many interesting ways. Also, I want to just congratulate you. Congratulate such a strange word, but you were able to get through such, so many points in such a succinct short time. And I just want to say how much I admire that on this end, because that would have taken me like 20 minutes to talk about, and I wouldn't have gotten through the, all the points, but, um, this is how we are all uniquely designed. Um, this experience for me was interesting uh, because I had Amy recently, a new important person in my life um, here in Florida, going through this experience, asking for my opinion and guidance and uh, maybe not guidance, opinion. Let's say. Um, and I also have uh, one of my, my oldest friend in the world who, you know, we've been friends since I'm five, also living in Florida, um, kind of also asking me my opinions and um, what's going on, right? And so um, I felt this like, I don't know, sense of responsibility to like have information for the people I care about a lot in my life um, and provide them a sense of security and like, like it's gonna be all right type of energy. Um, I think that, I think that I do that anyways, as a person, I think that I, um, but I do think that I'm learning that I, I think that that's my, um, defined G and defined ego that have this, like, you know, um, if I believe it, it's going to be all right. That's just what it is for me. Um, and I, I have the ability to, um, be very convincing and it is it's it is correct for me probably in, in all those feelings but um I, what I'm learning is that 
this uh, sense of conviction about my opinions or my um, points of view, or even if they're right for me, um, what I learned through this experience is that, so what happened for me is I, um, and you can hear this a little bit in our previous episode, but I, I really didn't think that the storm was gonna be a bad one. I thought it was gonna kind of cast off into the ocean. And, um, and generally in the past, I've been right about a lot of these things. And um, I was pretty wrong about this one. Um, it took a hard right and um, battered the state um, and, and, and affected both of the important people that I knew were going to be affected people that are oh my god like I could cry right now thinking about how important these two people in particular are to me right now I mean Jackie's always been but Amy is such a such a force such a presence in my life right and um and Jackie's my longest friend I'm a one four <laughs> like that's important to me and um and I'm, I'm not saying other you know everyone's important to everyone but I um I I, I felt afterward like I had given them bad intel kind of, you know, like I had provided um, not great opinions about, you know, when they came to me and as a projector, guys, when people come to me asking for my opinion, it's like, yay, <laughs> um, we live for that, right? Um, so I really value it now when people do come to me with asking for my opinion about anything. I, it's always uh, something I bring awareness to now when somebody literally says those words, what do you think? Um, I've learned that that's a place for me to either I can step on, like I'm on, presented, um, or I, um, I can be almost tricked into stepping into an invite that may not be the most aligned because somebody asking, what do I think is like, um, it's like a turn on kind of switch, you know, for my energy, dying to tell people what I think about everything. So, um, you know, I, I reflected afterwards and I felt bad when I knew that Amy lost power, when I couldn't get in touch with Jackie, when I couldn't um, text these people that I love so much. Um, and I also realized that me giving my opinion is, you know, um, it was asked and I gave it and it's fine. Both, um, both of these near and dear to my heart people were okay. And both of these people are very equipped to make their own decisions. I know that too. Um, I just also learned what it can feel like for um, for my uh, ability to speak with such confidence and conviction about something that I feel very sure on, um, and and that's great. That could be a gift, and that that can also be a, a place where I can check in more and um, maybe take responsibility a little bit or accountability for my word choices or my tone, or how many jokes I crack during that, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying to change myself, obviously that's me, I'm gonna be who I am. And maybe maybe I won't check in there more, but over this experience, is, it certainly has um, felt to me like that was a lesson that was presented for me to, uh, to grow with and from. And, um, and I'm so grateful that everything did work out okay for you, um, for my other friend too. And, um, and my heart hurts a lot when I think about, cause I, I'm like, Amy, I don't watch the news. I don't look at that. I, I can't, it really is something that I've been doing since forever. Like seeing images of horrible things really fucks me up. It, it, it scars me. My inner vision does not like it. Um, yeah. 
my innocence motivation does not like it. It just doesn't, oh, it just makes, anyways, I can just picture the devastation. Um, I've been through experiences like Amy said. Um, I remember driving around Miami after Andrew. I remember that the, the magnitude of that. Um, anytime that there's a natural disaster, I can feel that even if it's not that close, you know, when there's stuff going, like when there was a lot of the fires and stuff, like, I don't know this. Um, I've always been a person that has felt everything's connected. And, um, and so if there's a ton of people somewhere experiencing grief and like pain and devastation, then we all kind of are, especially if it's closer to us, that energy is right up the road from Amy right now. You know, it's across the state from me. It's not that far. Um, and so, you know, and, and we, we see this when, when natural disasters happen on large scales and we see them on the news and the people in those places are experiencing this in a whole different way than the people, you know, watching it. And um, those are two different experiences as well. You know, your daughter and that whole situation, I know how hard that was for you for her you know you shared some with me and I just I'm a mom so I can imagine right we all can imagine that we all understand the sentiments that Amy just shared right uh, and also you know um they they were both so valid experiences for both of you right to grow and learn with and from and um and it's just um I think it's really cool that you wanted to um, share some of your reflections because it allowed me to um, share this little bit of reflection back. And, um, you know, like I said, it was, it was a place for me to kind of uh, witness, bear witness to myself um, in, in moments of being asked, what do I think, you know? And, um, and, and, you know, maybe, maybe it'll come out the same next time. Maybe it won't. I don't know. We'll see. I'm splenic. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, that's the other thing. The, 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 the points that you made were so good. The G-Center point, you know, that's another whole reason why I'm sure I felt okay more. Yeah. Um, you know, asking to leave, I mean, being told that you must leave your comfort, your environment for, the, for your safety sounds counterintuitive to anyone, really. I, I mean, I don't, I'm, the last storm that passed through here, that was quite bad, not as, not this bad, but bad enough that we were told to evacuate um i'm in a building of 20 units and i was one of two that stayed i get the feeling right to find you or not but understanding how you process this experience of asking you know um you know it's so different right um and the comment that you made shoot i took notes hold on um the spleen spleen comment duh um you know your your daughter's fears amplified even more possibly yep. by the fact that she's not defined there. Yeah. Um, you and I feeling, I, 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 I see that all the time with myself, these instinctive survival things, like knowing um, very quickly whether I'm okay or not in, in a, you know, um, and sometimes not very quickly, like during this experience, it, it, it came and went, you know, um, but, uh, but there's always this like underlining sense of survival. We have consistent access to that. You and I, yes. literally consistent whenever, access. whenever it was the right. get in a car, you said it, you know, some of my other loved ones, Andy said it, you know, and just immediately I'm like, that does not feel right. 
That does not yeah. nothing about that felt right. And remember, we don't have to have a definitive way to explain it because it's intuitive, right? right. It's a deep knowing. And I knew that like everything, I don't have inner vision, but everything that that played out was just like a big hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's, um, that's what, that's why I said real quick. It's exactly how you just described it. You know, you're presented with something and in situate, this is, I've always said way before I knew design, like, don't call me unless you're like dying. Like if you're bleeding a little bit on your finger, I'm not the girl to help you. I will faint. I like, I'm not, I'm squeamish. Blood freaks me out. I will, I like, I just smell everything about it. But if you're dying, I will save your whole life. I've been in instances in my life where I've had to know what to do in a, in a high pressure life or death situation. And I always have known what to do. I'm not trained for that shit. I, I've literally also fainted at the sight of blood. Like I said, like if you're just mm, like bad cut, ugh, ugh, I am not your girl because that's, that's a different um, part of my being. Yeah. But survival is survival. That's instinctive. And that's presented a question. Mm, nope. That feels wrong. That's it. And in, and in instances where we're put in these um, scenarios of natural disasters, where we have very little control besides our next literal moves, um, you, you kind of have to make them quicker, those decisions. And it's easier for us. It's got to be easier for us with access to that. Spleen. I think, I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe you can have an undefined spleen and feel the same. But all we, like Amy said, all we can speak on is what we know. And I very much relate to how you just said that. Um, at, you know, when we were like, get in the car and go now. It's like this. If you have to decide in that when you're an emotional authority, you don't like deciding yeah, that did not feel good. Yeah. Yeah. But but you but you still felt instinctively in your spleen like mm, no, yeah. not the move for me, and that's got to feel different if you're undefining your spleen. And you know, um, in the case of your daughter, you know, being pregnant means hormones. Yes, God, the hormones is real. If you've not been pregnant yet and you're listening to this, you plan on being pregnant. Understand wow. that hormones are very real when you're pregnant, and you're gonna feel like a crazy person sometimes. I did. I it's it's almost like you don't have um even less control over your feelings about things you know um it's just it's very to me it's really um amazing for you as a mom to want to uh really get into this for your growth as a mom you know even though your daughter is in her twenties. Yeah. Um, and even though you've pumped a lot, but you know, there's still so much room for growth. And in this way, I will, I will say, and I know I've told you this to all our beautiful listeners. I didn't give any of these points to her when I let her be heard for her experience of this, because none of, I did not, that none of that mattered. What not mattered really. was her experience of it. And for me to embrace her in that from afar, obviously. Um, and just really listen. That was really, really important. Uh, I felt to be able to let her be heard and, uh, and I didn't, you know, need to say anything. I did say, I'm sorry a lot. And I am sorry for the impact it had on her. I don't take decisions that I make and the impact they have on people I love lightly, which is why I have tiptoed around sharing my own personal experiences forever. 
And this time I chose not to. Mm-hmm. And she'll probably hear this episode. <laughs> and I don't know how um, she'll feel about it. Um, but I know that there's somebody that this is meant for, for us to share our own reflections. And that's why I felt called to do it. I trust that she'll feel exactly like she's supposed to about it if and when she hears it and everybody else will too. And, um, you, like I said, um, Amy, you know, and like you said at the beginning of this, all we get to do is talk about it from our lens and that's brave and that's hard sometimes. Um, because, um, you know, your point about isolation during a storm is a really great point too, that we didn't get to, that I didn't get to really touch on either, but I understand that really well too, from being in these storm experiences, Um, And I felt that differently this time as well. And um, there's just a lot of points that just like um, we can't in the moment maybe understand for someone else that they can't understand for us, you know, and uh, you were willing to share some of those here. Um, It also, I think, shows you um, trusting yourself and developing a deeper relationship with yourself. And in my opinion, that's a gift for any child to see from their parent anywhere or any person to see from another person um because we're really not taught how to do that no so it's really really empowering to see um you know a mom figure doing that and um let alone a manifestor mom (laughs) thank you um i um i trust that this was perfectly aligned and um I, i know it is so um thank you for sharing your stuff with us and thank you for um, allowing me to go deeper in myself as you always do. And thank you everyone for listening to us go deeper in ourselves. And we hope that it inspires you to do the same and, uh, find deeper ways to really accept, um, ourselves as we are and, and, and the people that we love as they are. Yes. Beautifully said. Yep. And we will talk again soon. I'm sure. Oh, yes. Until the next time. Thank you. Love yourself and uh, be grateful for all you have. That's for sure. Yeah. Every every moment, right? Every moment. Yep. We love you all. Thank you. Love yourselves. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.